0: Prince, welcome everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you on Oilers Now live from St. Paul, Minnesota. This is Oilers Now. It is a game night, the Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild. And we have a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, by our and X Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show a full preview of tonight's encounter, Edmonton and Minnesota. It was an optional skate for the Edmonton owners. We're not 100% uh, on what the lines are going to be. Uh, we'll tell you that, yes, the Yarvey missed yesterday's practice due to an illness. He did fly with the team. Uh, I expect him to play tonight. Uh, and uh, we didn't get a confirmation on the goaltender. Uh, but uh, we'll uh, get to... We do have Minnesota's team uh, complete and ready to go. Um, pretty good probability to what we're going to have. So look at uh, tonight's matchup. It's going to be a tough game. Edmonton and Minnesota. Sportsnet spec mark Spectre for the horses. And Horse Racing Alberta. And we'll tell you that uh, setting live thoroughbred racing and returning to Century Mile April 30th, the post time will be, that's a Saturday, at 3.45 p.m. So spec today from 12.35 into 1, and then again from one hundred five to 1.15. Uh, today is Ryan Nugent Hopkins' 29th birthday. He is going to play in the building that he was drafted number one overall at the XL Energy Center. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with a 1v1 coming down the pipe at one twenty, And Minnesota Wild general manager, former Edmonton Oiler player, Bill Garen will join us at one thirty-five Edmonton uh, time. Here's how you can get hold of us. You reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree is one hundred percent restriction free with daily food specials and spectacular live music every weekend. For more information, check out rivercreesort.com And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted at one hundred forty third Street one hundred eleventh Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com dot com for more information. Special thanks to uh, Brendan Escotti, who both Friday and Monday's show. Uh, Friday, we were flying back from Los Angeles. Edmonton had a encounter Saturday night. We're right there at the Colorado Avalanche. Put up 50 shots uh, before losing 2-1 in a shootout uh, to Colorado. And then Brendan hosted yesterday's show as we made our way out here to St. Paul, Minnesota. Our top story... For legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers are on a 12-2-2 run, uh, but they're playing a team that has been a significant nemesis of Edmonton's this season, uh, winning 4-1 and... Uh, 7-3 against the Oilers in Edmonton. uh, The 4-1 game happened uh, in December during a stretch where the Oilers had a bunch of injuries. And in fact, in both games this year, Philip Roberg and Marcus Niemelainen played against Minnesota. Just to illustrate the point, they were playing the fifth game in seven days uh, when they played uh, Minnesota back uh, in February. It was a yeah, the the six-game uh, coach for Jay Woodcroft as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers had won the day before against Winnipeg, pretty convincing fashion. Uh, and Mike Smith got yanked, giving up four goals on seven shots. And the Oilers uh, were chasing, and never got back into it. But uh, playing that night for the Oilers... Tyler Benson, Colton Sevier, Marcus Niemelä, and Philip Roberg, and William Lagason. Uh They are replaced in the lineup tonight by Yesa Pulley, arvey Zach Cassian, uh, Derek Brassard, Duncan Keith, and Brett Kulak. The Oilers go uh, went 11 and seven in that game against Minnesota, and they will uh, go tonight with a reg- expected to go with a regular 12 and six. So, uh, this will be a tough matchup. Cam Talbot, the former Oiter, will start in goal for the Minnesota Wild. He, uh, against Edmonton in his career is 3-1 and one with a 1.89 goals against average and a 9.46 save percentage. And uh, I think we'll see Koskinen start in goal for the Oilers. And all Miko Koskinen has done in his last 18 decisions is go 13, 2, and 3. Let's get to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear. Specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. And Oilers head coach. Jay, Woodcroft had this to say on building from strong recent performances.
2: Yeah, certainly. I thought our game uh, on uh, Saturday evening was a good one. It was entertaining for the fans. I thought there was a lot of good signs for our team. But the probably the most important thing about Saturday is that it was 72 hours ago. Uh, and, you know, it's something that after that game, uh, we moved on to the next day. I think this is one of the first times that we've had a couple days in between games. Uh, we're able to have a full practice day yesterday and I thought we got better and uh, we're going to be prepared for a very competitive, very game Minnesota Wild team that in their last nine home games I read that they're 8-0-1 in their last nine home games so uh, we better be ready because I know they'll be. And uh,
0: one of the things that's happened with Edmonton and again I I think we're going to see the same lineup. Uh, We'll get to the lineup report a little bit later on but the others have built a little bit of chemistry with their whole group according to Jay
2: Woodcroft. Yeah, I think uh, there's a good feeling around our team. Um, I think it's a credit to the the work that the players are putting in on a day-in, day-out basis. We understand we're not perfect, um, but we're working to be the best that we can be, and we're working to round our game out uh, to make sure that when you get to the month of May that you're ready for it. Um, And you don't have those type of numbers that you mentioned unless the players are executing at a very high level and working for each other and uh, as a coach it's fun to stand behind that bench and watch them do that.
0: Dan, the Edmonton Oilers are 12-2-2 two, two in their last 16 games. They're 42-25-6 overall. Jay Woodcroft is 19-7-3 as head coach. Of the Edmonton Oilers, it's a 707 winning percentage, and he had these comments on the challenges that the Minnesota Wild present.
2: Yeah, I mean they're a deep hockey team. I think uh, uh, they're deep at the goaltending position. Um, their decor is made up with uh, uh, different ingredients, um, so it's an interesting complexion to their decor. And then they're four lines deep, uh, so they're going to test us, and we know. Um, uh, we played them a uh, while ago, and uh, it was uh, at the end of a tough stretch for us in terms of scheduling, and, and uh, they made us pay when we made mistakes, so we better be ready tonight.
0: Final score in that game was 7-3. It was back on February 20th, again, the fifth game in seven days for Edmonton, and the Oilers got chasing early, and it was just lights out. This has not been a good matchup for Edmonton uh, uh, this season, 4-1, uh, in a game in which Cam Talbot stopped uh, 38 out of 39 shots. The Oilers outshot Minnesota that night, I think, off the top of my head. It was like 39 to. 26 maybe, and they outshot uh, the Wild again in the game that they lost, 7-3, but they were chasing early and they could never really dig themselves out of it. Minnesota can score. Eight of Minnesota's top nine forwards are having career seasons. Scoring is way up this season. Here's Jay Whitcroft on why scoring's at a 30-year high in the National Hockey League.
2: Well, there's a huge amount of skill in the league. Um, I think power plays are, are way up. Uh, from historically where they've been, I think um, you know, it wasn't that long ago when if you had a 19, 20 percent power player in the top five in the National Hockey League. So I think that has something to do it, do with it. Um, I think uh, teams' mindsets go in isn't just uh, lock it down in a, in a one-nothing fashion, it, it's uh, to continue to press and uh, when you put all that stuff together it leads to a little bit more goal scoring and exciting for the fans.
0: Yeah, there's no question power play percentages are way up. The problem is that the power play totals aren't up. And case in point, think back to the 0-5, 6 And this is the, the numbers. I basically, Connor McDavid and, and Sidney Crosby. For as great a player as Sidney, Sidney Crosby is, he's a great player. Fantastic player. Uh, Connor's gifted in another way. I don't think we've ever seen a player this advanced. But they pretty much have, like case in point, tonight is game number four. Uh, Four hundred and eighty in Connor's career, and they pretty much had similar point totals at every stretch in the way in their career. The only difference is that Connor McDavid's got uh, you know comes into tonight's game with six hundred and eighty-two points, and Crosby would be you know somewhere between six eighty 680 to six hundred and eighty-four in the same amount of games. But Crosby's got like forty-five more points in the power play because when Sid came into the league. You know, in 2005, 2006, 2006, 2007, 11.6 power plays uh, per game in 05-06. Now we're down about 5.3. So that means instead of teams each getting around five and a half power plays to six power plays a game, now teams are getting two and a half to three. And specific to that 05-06 season, many of you would remember this. Like Guys like Marc-Andre Bergeron had big power play numbers that year because he scored a bunch on five on threes because they called five on threes. So either the players are more disciplined or they just simply call less power plays, but it skewered the numbers. The five-on-five five scoring is dramatically up. To me, that's a reflection of the skill that is on teams' third and fourth lines that in the past inhabited inhabited uh, by guys that had different skill sets. Uh, you know, maybe there were... I guess with the political euphemism that we describe them with is uh, energy players, but they were fighters and enforcers and things of that ilk. All right, so uh, the Oilers and the Minnesota Wild tonight, Leon Dreisaitl, Uh had some additional thoughts on the NHL flavor, uh, favoring skill
1: in this day and age. I'm not sure what changed, but uh, I think guys just might be, you know, a little more skilled, or, or um, you know, every team has, it seems like, one or two. Um, offensive guys that 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 are clipping at at over a point per game Um, so yeah there's there's lots of offense in the league Uh, I'm sure it's fun fun to watch for for the fans not sure how much fun it is uh, for the coaches
0: And one of those players that's highly skilled is for the Minnesota Wild, Kirill Kaprizov, who comes into tonight's game of 42 goals, 89 points in 70 games. He's plus 22. Here's Drysettle's thoughts on Kaprizov.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's fun to watch, uh, exciting player. Um, he's, he's been really good for them for the last two, two years. And, um, obviously I hope, uh, yeah, he has an off night tonight. And uh, meanwhile, Drysdale will add some
0: additional thoughts on how the Oilers currently view
1: themselves. We, we know when we play our game and, and we stick to what we're good at, we're we're a really hard team to beat. Um, you know, we, we obviously have a lot of offense, but if we stick to the way that we want to compete defensively and and, and stick to our details, then I, I wouldn't want to play us in the in the first round or in the playoffs uh, in in general, right? So. Um, it is important with that being said though that, that we do stick to our, our details and and, and uh, you know take pride in, in doing the little things right.
0: That is Leon Dry fifty goals score of the Evans and Bob Stauffer, Brendan S. Scott, with you. When we come back in Oilers Now, we'll set the Oilers Now lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence, and we'll get to
1: NHL. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. Well,
0: Dave, uh, today for elite promotional marketing. It is 1219 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, it's
0: 1222 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Paul, Minnesota, right across the street from the XL Energy Center. They have a diminutive uh, undersized to say the least, statue of Herb Brooks, who guided the U.S. Olympic team to gold medal in 1980, right outside our hotel here. And it just makes me chuckle every time I see it because uh, I, I met uh, her before he passed away, and he was a big man, bigger than life, and a great coach for the Minnesota Golden Gophers back in the day. The Orders Now lineup report is brought to you by Craig Hummel at Sex Once find your dream home, sell your old home sold today. C. So the Orders had an optional. Um, so here's what they rolled with the other night against Colorado. Could see something similar tonight Edmonton by the way coming in uh, I mentioned 12-2 and 2 in their last 16 games um, now up according to 538 and on uh, the athletic with Dom Lucision uh, both sort of simulation entities have Edmonton at 98% chance to make the playoffs you know which is good Connor McDavid, who had his 15-game points scoring streak, come to an end Saturday, along with Evander Kane, who's got 16 goals, 29 points in 34 games, plus 17 with the Oilers. And Yessa Pugliarvi and Mark Spector and me are going to engage in a little bit of conversation on Yessa Pugliarvi coming up at 12.35. Uh, Leon Drysaddle, Zach Hyman and Connor Yamamoto. Drysaddle 50 goals, 101 points. Uh, Yamamoto, like Pugliarvi, a restricted free agent. The birthday boy, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 44 points in 54 games this year, plus six touches every aspect of the team's games with Warren Fuller scoring back to back games and Derek Ryan. This line's been effective. Derek Ryan has gone from minus fifteen to minus two over the last uh, three months ryan mcleod with Derek broussard and zach cassian on defense uh, darnell nurse and cody cc nurse plus 16 cc plus 12 duncan keith with evan bouchard who leads defense and scoring with 38 points brett kulak who's got a goal three points in nine games plus six with tyson berry and my guess is that Miko Koskinen and we'll start again. Uh, he's 25, 10, and 4, 3.04 goals against average 904 save percentage. The order seventh in the league in goals, four, fourth on the power play, ninth in shots for, and eighth on faceoffs. They'll oppose a Minnesota wild team that is 25, seven, and two at home. I mentioned eight of their top nine forwards are having career, uh, years. Ryan Hartman centering Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarella, who has just owned the Oilers in his career, 19 points in 16 games against Edmonton. Frederick Goodrow, along with Matthew Boldy and Kevin Fiala. Fiala's a restricted free agent. Good chance he does not resign as Bill Guerin has some tough math to work with in the offseason uh, due to the uh, cap hits for Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter that have been bought out. Their combined amount, 12.7 this summer, 14.7 million the next two of dead cap space arguably the best third line in the nhl joel erickson act with jordan greenway and marcus folino folino 21 goals 67 pims, plus 22 um and Eric and 21 goals. And then on the fourth line, Tyson Jost, the local product that came over in the trade for Nico Sturm with Brandon Duhamel, who's a hard-nosed winger, and Nick Bugstad. Uh, they did acquire Nicholas Deloria for a third-round pick from Anaheim. He blocked a shot. He's unlikely to play tonight. Uh, they got uh, Middleton coming over from the San Jose Sharks, paired up with Edmonton-area product uh, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodin, who is, of course, Oscar Clefbaum's best friend from their times back in Farsted uh, Brodeen went 10th in the 2011 draft here in Saint. Paul Oscar went 19th that year uh, Brodeen has partnered with Dmitry Kulikov, who somewhat inexplicably to me was a healthy scratch against Winnipeg last year in the playoffs the, the wild signed him to a two-year deal and he's performed quite well he's got 29 points and 21 points in 69 games in uh, Minnesota he's playing about 18 minutes a game. Played thirteen minutes, uh, thirteen games last year for Edmonton. Coming over in that trade, Jordy Ben. This is an interesting little side note here. Jordy Ben um, signed a one-year deal. With Minnesota now, the Ben Camp was actually looking at Edmonton as well. The Oilers elected to sign Slater Cuckoo uh, and gave him two years. Uh, ben, on a one-year deal in Minnesota, likely to be paired with Alex Goligoski, who's earned himself a two-year extension, long-time uh, NHL D-man. And tonight we'll see Cam Talbot start in goal. So the are fifth in the league in goals for... Um, they're 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. they got a plus 41 goal differential on the season. They've got really good 5-on-5 five five goal scoring numbers, even though their shot metrics maybe wouldn't indicate that they'd be that strong. Uh, and special teams-wise, 18th on the power play, 24th on PK. Do you want to mention, a reminder to all Oilers season seed holders, you can secure your 2022 Stanley Cup playoff seats by this Thursday, locking your seats for the playoffs ahead of the public online through your Oilers account manager or by calling them 780 uh, goal We have one minute to do NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com and here's Brendan Escott
2: Okay, uh, after a very late night, last night, 14 games on the NHL schedule. Toronto is hosting Buffalo in what's expected to be Owen Power's first career game. Ottawa's in Detroit. Calgary gets Seattle and Vancouver entertains Vegas. Now, if you're in Winnipeg right now or in anywhere, Somewhere in Manitoba, you know that storm that's incoming. It's actually forced the postponement of tomorrow's game between the Jets and the Kraken. They'll push that back to May 1st so that nobody's got to travel into that blizzard. Evgeny Malkin dealt a four-game suspension for cross-checking uh, Mort, uh, Borowiecki. Henderson Silver Knights signing Brendan Brisson to his entry-level deal. And the Leafs are going to meet with uh, Minnesota Golden Gopher Maddie Nyes. He's their second-rounder from last year. They'll meet with him tomorrow to see if they can do the same thing. Bakersfield get San Jose tomorrow, and the Oil Kings wrapping up the regular season against Madison Hat and Red Deer.
0: Nothing at this time to report on Carter Savoy. I'll provide a little bit more perspective coming out of the 1230 News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back, uh, we'll bring aboard Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta.
1: Oilers Now with Bob
2: Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.